Not sure if you guys want to listen to this episode. Because I'm sure to rant about my current circumstances. So I'll give you some time to exit out. You know. If that's not something you want to hear about. So. Recently. I made the decision. To end my marriage. And this comes after three years and lots of tears and, you know, dealing with lots of abuse. Like, I don't know why that word is so taboo to some people. Like, I feel as though. It should be called exactly what it is. Now, I feel as though I've given it my best and I've been forgiving and I've been understanding and I've been everything that I can be to another person. But after three years, things are still the same. I feel that because I don't publicly talk about these things with people or because every time my ex-husband would do something, I didn't run to his family or my family. People feel like this came out of nowhere. But, oh no. That's not the case. Throughout my pregnancy, I cried so much, so much. And I do appreciate and love my baby so much. But Lord Jesus, do I know how to pick them? Because I am no longer wanting to be married, I get the minimum help with my son. There's always an excuse to be made. And um, I'm just tired. I'm trying to create a more sustainable income. And even now, I'm met with jokes about my situation from my ex-husband. And um, that just fuels the fire as to why I am leaving. He put his hand on me once, and he swears that I was charging at his PlayStation. So he had to defend his PlayStation. But um, the abuse that I'm talking about is more mental 
and emotional. Like when you see someone working on their insecurities and you call them fat when you see them trying to make better decisions on what food to eat and you see them you know exercising and whatever else and you use that to hurt them or you tell them that they're not shit and disrespect them in front of their family and tell them that their family doesn't support them just so they'll feel alone and isolated. Yesterday, while I was doing trips, I sat in my car and I cried. Because I did three trips. And I made $24. I've been working for about two hours, I suppose. And I just cried. He's always talking about my motherhood when I've been with my son about every day that he's been alive. I've catered to his needs and whatever else he required. And I think men feel as though, not all men, but a specific group of them feel as though because they contributed financially that that that's all they have to do and it sucks that I'm the only one that will tell him you know when he's wrong and everybody else rallies behind him to support him in the bullshit that he does. But I no longer want it. And I'm allowed to change my mind. I'll be 30 next year. 30. And I just realized that I've been wasting all this time trying to be a stepmom. Trying to be a wife. Trying to be whatever people needed me to be. And I look at myself and realize that that energy could have went towards me. Now, people will say, we told you, and we told you, and we told you. 
But I guess that's one of my best and worst qualities. That I'm a person that has to see things through. Has to experience things in order to learn my lesson. I have to let it run its course. And that's what it did. Now I won't go into every single thing that he did. But just know that he did some horrible things. He said some horrible things to me. And I'm just supposed to keep forgiving those things. I told him that he needed counseling because he can be a really, 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 really messed up individual. Like, he'll put on a facade for the people outside and then come home and be his true self. I couldn't even, you know, leave and come back and it'd be peaceful. You know, leave the house because I was doing the stay-at-home mom thing. I couldn't leave the house and get some fresh air and come back without it being an argument. Without it being draining. I'm supposed to continue in a marriage like that. I'm supposed to keep spending my precious time trying to figure out what's wrong with this person. I'm not in the best of positions. But I'm not in the worst. I feel as though I'm in a better position. Because my body is not physically hurting anymore. I don't have that lump of stress in my back. From going back and forth with him. Most days out of the week. I'm tired of the baby mama madness. I'm just tired. And I'm allowed to be. All I want is to be able to live in harmony and elevate and do what's right for my son. Last night, he told me he couldn't watch his son because we are not together. And I explained to him That he's a piece of shit father. Because everyone else. Has to deal with his children. But him. 
he told me he didn't want to get stuck with the baby. He didn't feel like I would come back to get my baby. And that pissed me off because you know what? Everybody else is stuck with your babies besides you. Everyone else. And you don't want to get stuck holding the baby. Just craziness. Like, I don't even know what to say at this point, but I decided to record because I've talked to people and I'm pretty sure, you know, they don't want to hear about this over and over. Every time he does something stupid. I've been going on interviews. I have one today. I'm just trying to start over. So I guess this is me being vulnerable with my listeners. Letting them know that it's okay to make a change. It's okay to stand up for what you believe in, even if, you know, people tell you that it's wrong. I really believe I only have so much time left here. And I don't want to waste it crying and arguing and fighting and He'll say, well, I have pictures of us smiling and we were happy. But it doesn't feel that way to me. I'll never be first in his eyes, of course, because he has other children. He says his mom is the realest one on his team. And that's fine. Like, I understand. That's great. I suppose that, you know, I'm a bitch because I took my furniture and my things and left. a really hard spot to be in but I know that at the end of everything it'll be worth it so in order to make this episode meaningful for my listeners I guess I should list some of the lessons that I learned throughout this marriage. And, um, yeah, the things that I've learned. 
So it's made me face my own demons. Like, how could I let this happen? How could I let someone treat me like this when I feel, you know, is that I'm such a good person and a caring person? People will seek out those type of people just to take advantage of them. And I'm sure a lot of you know that, but I didn't because that wasn't my perspective of the world. I don't seek out people to use and abuse them and just get whatever I can out of them to make myself feel, you know, better, to make myself feel like a big person. One time, um, my ex-husband's father told me I didn't have standards. And that always stuck with me. I went through whole mess, the whole marriage trying to create boundaries and create standards for myself and have my ex-husband follow them. But by that time, it was too late. I'm sure he already knew the type of person that I was. And that's why he did all of this. That's why he thought it was okay to call me fat and apologize. Or when I'm seven months pregnant, after having his daughter for I don't know how long, when I dropped her back off, he sat in the car and screamed at me that he just married me to be a babysitter. Or when I didn't feel like having sex, he asked me, how am I supposed to, how do I expect to continue living in my home when I'm not having sex with him? Just Things like that. Mind games. And whatever else you want to call it. I learned. To speak up. I learned to set boundaries. I learned that I would rather be by myself that I might have had codependent tendencies that daddy issues are real. They are real. My ex-husband reminds me so much of my father. My father has done things that you wouldn't expect a father to do. And that's probably why I ended up in this situation. But I know going forward, things will be better 
And I will not end up in a situation like this ever again. I learned that mothers, babies, fathers, maybes is definitely true. But I've also learned, you know, how to stand on my own. And it sucks so much because, you know, not only did I deal with, you know, the abuse that he wanted to dish out. Like, he would wait until I got to my lowest point. Like, say maybe a week after I had given birth to my son. And he wanted to yell at me and argue at me and tell me I wasn't shit. And I'm fully on the phone with my mom and thinking, you know, he might show some respect. And he didn't even care then. I left and spent the week with her. And went back. And she told me. Don't let. A man treat you mean. Don't let anybody treat you mean. And I kind of shrugged it off. You know. But while I was packing. That was one of the things. That kept ringing in my mind. And my mom. She died in May. And I miss her so much. I think about it all the time. So on top of having a new baby and losing my mom, dealing with his abuse, that's a lot to have going on. And I'm just tired. So I hope that this helps someone. And I hope that if you're in a similar situation, that you get out of it. If you're not married, it's pretty easy just to walk away. But as for me, I'm going to file the paperwork and, you know, go through the process. Go ahead and get my day started. Is pretty excited. This is the best thing that came from this whole experience, this marriage experience. And I guess I got what I wanted. So I can't be too mad. But, um,. Thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you learned something. And the next episode won't be as dreary, I guess. If you can, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a rating for me and let everybody know how bomb 
my show is okay thank you guys for listening <laughs> you hear me say a mama um and I'll catch you next time